This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. Now, in our fifth season, looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Blumen. You are tuned in to this, the flagship show, available every week on video and audio. So, for a sometimes irreverent but always informative hour or more, a football conversation, make your Monday, <laughs> Blue Monday <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's here, founding member of the Blue Monday podcast, straight in from work. He said he was dishevelled. I think he looks good. It's David Diamond. Ben, Joe. Oh, gave the game away there a bit. <laughs> you have. And sporting a Minnesota Vikings NFL jersey is Mr. Joe Fares. Hello, guys. Hopefully the Vikings will win again tonight against the Redskins before this pod is released. The Vikings versus the Redskins. Or did they say the Vikings at the Redskins? They put the away team yes. first, don't they? That's what they do. They do, but it's actually the Redskins at the Vikings. But yeah, it doesn't I, really I matter. knew that, obviously. <laughs> and um, did you know that WWE wrestler Brock Lesnar once trained with the Minnesota Vikings? This is the extent of my knowledge. I actually did know that because you told me five minutes ago. <laughs> Dave, we did sure the rehearsed played, bit. Oh, sure we played a couple of preseason no. games as well. I'm sorry. So. He oh, was more, did more than train. I would like to now. see Brock Lesnar play a preseason football game. He'd probably he'd probably play centre midfield for Rotherham, couldn't he? But um, we will come Up on front. to 
we will get all up top. Yeah, we'll come on to that. But first of all, Joe, it was the FA Cup first round draw. David will probably tell us how many years it's been since we've been in the FA Cup first round draw. And of all the exciting draws, drum roll, please. A repeat of 15-16? Is, right? Is that the right season? Or 16-17? Uh, I, uh, I think it was 16-17. I think, I think, yeah. I think, do you know what? Was it not 1718? <laughs> was it 1718? I think it could no, have been. It was, it was mixed. It wasn't mixed last season. His last season was Sheffield United. Yeah, it was Sheffield United. might be right. The last season, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, six, eight, yeah, yeah, you're right. 16, it, was, it, it, was, it was January 2017. You're right. Yeah. There you go. And Dave and I, Dave's connected. We sat in the director's box for that one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we Joe. did. That's what I was thinking. Yes, we did. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Stuff. Anyway, Joe, we got, we got Lincoln City at home. Um, any any thoughts on this draw? It's a boring draw, isn't it? It's not it's, it's not the draw anybody wanted. It's a tough tie at home where it's going to be a low crowd, and I think everyone thought, oh, we're in the first round. Let's try and get something a bit different, Wayne, Wayne a non-league Brown, yeah. team, or a or a more winnable game, just to try and get us into that third round. But now it's uh, it's going to be one of those ones, potential banana skin. We'll rotate everyone for no reason again, and <laughs> and probably lose. Do that for league games. David, yeah, are you look, are you looking dis- forward to it as much as Joe? Yeah, it was a bit disappointing, wasn't it? I mean, again, we were first out of the bag. What was what was odd about the draw? As someone I did see this evening, that the highest ranked team were first out of the bag, and the lowest rank, which I believe was Chichester, who got the bye, were last out. Bizarrely, but um, <laughs> yeah, equally as un. Infuse, as unenthusiastic as Joe, really. Is that, yeah, is that, not the great, not the greatest, is it? Not the greatest. Dave, being it might be a, a downbeat show today, do the listeners deserve a crap for that? No, I think I'm reserving my craps for um, for a few <laughs> minutes. Excuse later. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be well placed craps tonight. Oh, okay. Slowly getting longer. I'm going to start with crap. Slowly going to crap. <laughs> okay, we'll get a good one later on. Um, Dave, also in scheduling logistical news, we're going to be on Sky again. Wonderful. Hey. Um, January the first, the away match to Wickham, who are currently third. In the division. Mm. Are they also They're tied absolutely. on? Yeah, also on 27 points, um, having absolutely. played a game more. Um, we're going to be on Sky again. The, the game doesn't move, still at still at 3pm. But um, I'd, I'd even deliberately arranged a New Year's Eve gig. I took the one in Oxford, um, ah. so I wasn't too far gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, I know Joe's got his feelings on the Sky quote, quote hoodoo. So um, did, 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 you, did you feel downtrodden I mean, and depressed when this was moved um i must admit no i didn't because that would have been the one certainly one away game you know jordan jordan went to as we know jordan went to uni there he so did. that's one he's, he was playing oh he must go to wickham you know when we got relegated he said oh yeah wickham that'd be great you go to a weekend away in wickham or you know Saturday, whatever and then oh christ it's new year's day and yeah clearly i, I certainly wasn't going to drive down there new year's day and obviously there's no train so from that point of view great we can see the game live um, from a realistic point of view, which is shit on Sky, aren't we really? So what, you know what? <laughs> I'm just resigned to defeat, I've got to say. And I know, Joe, I know you're probably going to say, oh, there's nothing in that at all, but I'm, I'm just resigned to it now. Oh, Joe, it's I just, used to... It's um, getting beyond a joke. I it used really to be is. Wickham on Football Manager when they had Jermaine McSporran, and he was way, way, <laughs> oh. he was way, way too good. I think they had a couple of ridiculous players. Um, but, um, Joe, you were getting quite... Um, 
animated about this in in our WhatsApp group about about this hoodoo. Would you like to um, would you like to share your feelings on the show? <laughs> I, I just think it's just bad luck more than anything. In the same way that we won every game on a Tuesday night for three seasons, we seem to lose on Sky all the time. I don't I don't think it's much more than that because talk is about different conditioning and playing at different times. But very often the times aren't that different. They're still midweek games. The the kickoff time of this game hasn't changed at all. It's still New Year's Day at three o'clock and unless the players have a night out a la Port Vale in 1990, I think we'll be <laughs> okay. But the, the, sort of the annoyance for me is I want to go to this game. Mrs. Mrs. F hasn't clicked. I watch all the games and I follow. So every game is available to me. But when she sees one on Sky, it's sort of a case of, what, well, why are you going? Because it's on TV and you can stay here. So I, I'll sort where can of try we, not to mention and, it. And where can we find Mrs. F on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> so we could tell it's her all a... about I follow. I mean, but the thing she, is, when, she when... sees me going to the office and watch every game, so she must, she knows it exists. So but I don't think she's really you're, clicked. You're studying though, aren't you? So just because you say every sort of other Saturday yeah. afternoon, yeah, she's going in the office doing football it, manager research, the vision, vision yeah. stuff. But it's not the fact that we play well; we're just awful on Sky, aren't we? Yeah. I, I suppose. What was the game last year? A decent enough game. We should have won and threw it Sheffield away. Bristol City. Sheffield Bristol City as well, to a degree. Excuse, um, excuse what? City's score a really good goal and stuff. But other than that, we're just abject on the sky, aren't we? Like, it's always got bloody stage fright, camera fright. It's terrible. But look, it's got it's got to end sometime, hasn't it? So could it be? I assume there won't be any more sky games between now and New, New Year's Day, will there? Playoffs. I think playoffs. Always televised as well, aren't they? Playoffs are Maybe guaranteed a, on Sky. FA Cup second round. Oh, jeez. Got to get there first, Joe. Someone who might get to the FA Cup second round, Joe, is um, uh, James Wilson, who has penned an 18-month deal with an option to um, to do a further season. So the deal will take him to the end of 2021 with then a further year. Um, probably well-deserved that, isn't it, Joe? Yeah, I think it's become inevitable over recent weeks. It was just a case of tying it out, sort of tying it down and working out what worked for both parties. And I think probably ideally we'd have probably only done it to the end of the season. But he's got the bargaining power. We effectively need him now and sort of tying him down that bit longer. I, I do worry the squad is becoming a little bit bloated even for next season when you see how many players are under contract even through next season now. that If we go up, you've got a lot of players which aren't probably capable of championship football. You, you look at even like Miles Kenlock's on another two years, Wilson. I don't, I don't know. I think we, if, if we go up, the manager's not going to have a huge amount of sort of ability to move around and sort of bring players in because there's going to be enough players in the squad as it is. So what's we'll your, see how it all works out. What's your response to that, Dave? Yeah, I, I agree with Joe. He's never going to sign such a short, such a short contract, was he? He's, um, I mean, he's no, he's no Alan Hansen, is he? But um, no, you know, yeah, I, I do agree with Joe. This squad is becoming a tad bloated, I think. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's a good, pretty good description, I think. Something else that was a tad bloated was me yesterday because I came down to Felixstowe and had lunch at the okay. lovely Alex and then went on to see my beloved Ipswich playing at home to Rotherham and you two guys were both there also. And... In the words of Terry Butcher, I'm afraid we've got to pick the bones out of this um, carcass, so to speak. Let's go through this team first, because, um, Joe, when this came through, 
you um, messaged our group and said, oh, I'm glad they're getting away from three at the back. So he was in the know again, Dave, because we all kept our eye on Cole Skews for the first few minutes. And yep, 4-4-2 um, diamond midfield again. So um, Dave, Holly in goal. Kane Vincent Young returns. Um, Chambers is partnered by Wilson. So the Wolf misses out. Luke Garber is stuck in as an orthodox left back again. Um, Skews is sitting in front in the um, deepest position in the diamond with Hughes and Nolan in front of him. Danny Rowe, Dave, one of your mm. favourites, is in yeah, the 10th yeah, position. No, Will Keane yeah. and Caden Jackson up front. So five changes again and a change of shape. Um, away you go, Dave. What, 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 what are your thoughts on that? I don't know where to start. I mean, I think when we saw the team, I'm sure the guys on WhatsApp said, you know, I quite like the look of the team, or the, certainly the, the sum of the team, the players. You know, Hughes was back in. I said I'd, I'd like to see Danny Rowe given a chance in the team. As it transpires, not really in that, not really in that position, I don't think. Um, yeah, I think the team, I had no problem with that. No problem at all. Um, I couldn't quite understand. I still never understand if these players aren't fully fit, why the likes of Downs and Norwood were on the bench. I don't get that, really. Okay. But um, but other than that, didn't have an issue with it. Probably the strongest side we could have put out, probably. Joe, why were you um, more in favour of a back four than um, the three centre-halves? I, I don't really like three at the back, especially the way we tend to play it, because... If, if like Luke Wolford on the right-hand side of it is fine because he can carry the ball and, and can pass the ball out the back. But James Wilson is a stopper on the left. Chambers is fine in the middle, but you need a you need a proper left-sided centre-back who can carry the ball. Otherwise, it just becomes so defensive and you just don't get enough bodies in front of the ball. And like I say, you, you saw how the game played out yesterday where sort of when Scooter's sitting deeper and Wilson goes wider, we just did not move the ball quickly or efficiently through through the team at all. Um, and what, what about the midfield, guys? Um, this configuration we've not seen before with Skews. And Hughes is trying to take up, you know, that lovely position you get when you play a 4-2-3-1 where the midfielder comes across and deep when it's done well. He was trying to do that to one side and Nolan then I seemed just, to move a bit further forward and Rowe looked a little bit... Um, I, it didn't I look very diamondy it, when they actually started moving looked, about, did it? It all looked too compact and a bit, all a bit muddled, really. And I think... We'll get to it. The second goal was a case in point there. It was, it just didn't didn't really work, did it? It didn't work. The, the, the way, sort of, sort of going ahead into the game, the way Rotherham pressed us from yeah. the front, we just could not play the ball out the back. And no. it was not so clear that formation wasn't working after about half an hour. And I don't know why why we persisted with it. I don't know. It just seems, we seem to out for wait until half time before we have change it. And I, if it's not working, it's not working. Well, Dave, right. We, We've discussed this. With, yeah, we've discussed this with the diamond job. With the diamond before, Vincent, yeah. haven't we? That yeah. um, you're very, very narrow. And we all remember oh. after 60 seconds at Carrow Road, Max Aaron's, you know, the kind of best attacking wing back in the league, having about Freedom 50 metres to just yeah. run into, didn't he? Um, the problem is you need to actually those players in a diamond need to play in that diamond and get yeah, to know how to play it. Oh, we just d- Joe, I saw, so Joe, I, saw and... I saw Luton on Saturday and I know we laugh about Nathan Jones, but they're really good at it. The stopper sits right there. The fullbacks really like do the whole pitch um, and you then get the rotation of the other three. Um, yep. They had... Pelly Ruddock, um, Izzy Brown, 
and uh, someone else I can't remember. But you're, you're totally right. It's quite a bespoke system, Dave. And what I'd say, all very mobile players, those three you mentioned there, yeah, absolutely yeah. athletes, out-and-out out athletes and stuff. Um, and then also another thing, I'd probably say Lewin have been playing that formation that took them through from promotion well, as well. that's what Jay's saying. So, that's what Joe's saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's settled, so... Yeah, I, uh, yeah, it was it was odd. It all seemed a bit muddled, and I know Joe said before about you know the lottery numbers, and it wasn't, I guess it wasn't quite like that last night because we had a, a reasonably fit-ish squad. But yeah, I, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand right. it at all. Let's go into Ultimately. the let's go into the game because um, sadly the extent of our attacking ambitions is going to be over after about a hundred seconds of this. We force a corner. Jackson gets down the side. Um, uh, Hughes has a shot blocked and probably our highest percentage chance of the whole game is then headed from it was, the middle of the goal. It was odd, wasn't it? Because we started Sunday in much the same vein, really. I, mean, I think, again, I'm not putting you under the bus here, Joe, but Joe said after about five minutes Sunday on the WhatsApp, didn't he? He said, Christ, this lot of rubbish. We'll take the to the cleaners, you know, <laughs> they, they can't live with us. And they could, you know, for the first nah. you know, five minutes, maybe even 10 on Sunday. And, and then, it sort of just, you know, lost lost our way, really. But, yeah, that was very disappointing. You think, yeah, that was fairly close two minutes or three minutes in. You think, oh, yeah, there's going to be a full-on slaughter here. But, but, as you say, that was the sum of the parts. Joe, really. we, we get our first look at how Paul Warren is absolutely going to nail his tactics in this game. Um, Vincent Young gets robbed on six minutes. And we can already see, right, they're going to let... Wilson and Chambers have the ball. ball. They're going to stuff up the entire central midfield and they're going to get all over Kane Vincent Young and Luke Garber as soon as they Mm. try and come forward. Um, Matuk, who I think's always had good delivery for that fullbacks were actually Matic and Jones excuse me sorry Rotherham team let's just let, let you know these names we're talking about so Everson in goal Jones Ehekwe and Wood who are absolute units at centre half Matic, um Jamie Lindsay patrolling in front uh, with Wiles and Crooks in very close proximity those three Ola Sunday and Clark are going to sit in front of the fullbacks and break out when they can and big um Smith can play with no one 30 metres he- close to him so he, he, so. he he led the line brilliantly I thought and I never really thought a lot of thought much of him but I thought he, he led the line brilliantly last night yeah. didn't he really um, good really good out there 10 minutes Joe and it's a Rotherham corner that we look like we've cleared and um not having a go at poor Caden Jackson but probably if he doesn't charge Everson down quite so well um, the ball doesn't come back quite so quickly, and our defence is better set. But when that long when that long ball goes in from Everson, Joe, what happens next? Um, I can't. I haven't watched it back yet, but I sort of Chambers goes up to win the header, but doesn't quite get enough distance on it, and then it falls to somebody. I think Scoose get land on the ball and sort of give it away. I, I, so I haven't watched it back to remember, but it's just they they just hit a long shot from sort of thirty yards out. Chambers blocks it, and it falls mm. to Smith. Is it Smith or Crooks? Crooks, first Crooks, Crooks. Yeah. and he just hits it really early, really powerfully low. And exactly Holy the right shot, Joe, to... in that rain, isn't it? Yeah, Holy just sort of it's yeah, like he... if he stood still, does, would it have hit him? But he yeah. sort of tries to move his feet, but I know it's sort of passed him before he can really see it. But it's sort of a scrappy goal and well, well think, taken. But I think you've got to give Holy a, a free pass on that one. Really, I think he was a bit unsighted, and Ben's right, and, and yeah, that was an ideal shot. He, Catches on the half volley. It's really low and it just zips in, doesn't it? Yeah. And Holy's doing the right thing. Holy's, you know, he's not pedestrian. He's trying to sort his feet out and it's through him. 
And Ian, I, I think you can give him a pass on that one. And Dave, if you're, if you're Paul Warren, that is like oh. the exact perfect part of your <laughs> your game plan. Just, game plan. Yeah, no, to either sit back or Absolutely. try and have something to defend to draw, draw them out. And after 10 minutes and then... Um, what I thought they did really well, Joe, as well, was when they got into crossing positions, even way back, you know, 30 yards from the goal, they'd obviously, they're obviously well trained at um, whipping it in behind, even from fullback positions rather than rather than wingers. And there's a chance for Ola Sunday and Garbert cool. coming across, gets caught under the ball and could have been 2-0 <laughs> after 12. Um, I thought Jones was a bit lucky to get away with smashing Hughes on... 18. That looked like a yellow to me, but hey, we didn't lose the game because of the referee. Um, they weren't they weren't backwards in coming forward, so they? <laughs> no. But they played they played that ref quite well, didn't they? Because if if he'd yeah. have booked one of them for being slow or one of them for a big tackle, then they would have controlled it. So they knew they knew where the, the line ref was. was. The ref was so weak, wasn't he, all game and. It's just like I, th- I think three times the fullback was taken ages. The same fullback took ages of a throw in, and he had to blow the whistle to hurry him along three times. It's like, at what point do you book him for yeah. for that? Well, and Joe, you say one of their players went down injured on the pitch, and the ref kept telling him to get off the pitch because he went off. He got injured off the pitch, and came back onto it, and the ref kept telling him to get off the pitch, and he just didn't. And then when he was injured, the ref told him to get off the pitch behind him. Joe, you, pulled, really you pull the captain the over line. after thirty minutes and say the next guy that takes ages on a dead ball i'm gonna yeah. book you know that's yeah. but yeah maybe yeah. maybe he could have been stronger he was um, weak as anything <laughs> so clark takes a yellow on kane vincent young Wiles takes a yellow for kicking it away but right on the half time is another good chance um switched right to left smith as dave pointed out um, is all on his own. He holds the ball up. He plays it inside. They switch it from left to right. And when they did play these switches, Clark and um, Matic were so quickly to come forward. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Oh, it's Matic. Sorry. Matic crosses it in. And um, Smith gives um, Crooks a shout and he's on a tight angle. And the amount Good of chance. times, Dave, we've seen you head that down at the keeper's feet and it just mm. goes into the goal. Yeah, However, that, was a, that was a great chance. And they had, yeah, thinking about, I'd forgotten about that one, that one actually. They had, yeah, several. That was a really good chance. I mean, again, you sum up the first well, half, Dave. Yeah, just after the first three minutes, we just weren't on, weren't on it at all. weren't on it at all. They were physically stronger. They were they were there to every second ball. Um, I just thought we got a bit bullied out of it in some respects. In the, certainly in the midfield, that Crooks is an absolute unit. I don't think, you know, yeah, okay, he scored his goals and stuff like that. But other than that, he just, he did a proper job, I think, on, on skews and there in the midfield there. Proper, proper job. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, as it's sad, we've just, just almost dominated by them. They're odd. Just, and Joe, yeah. the, the type of pressing we're talking about is the type when I'm sitting watching thinking, oh, that'll stop after 70 yeah, 75 minutes, but especially especially because of the size of the players that were pressing as well. Oh, like, I, I know they're they're obviously all fit and athletes, but these were big big guys. They were getting around the pitch and really. But Joe, the, I think the, the little guy Wiles was the trigger for a lot of it, and he was the kind of fastest, most mobile one. And Good. we're go- we're going to mention him in, yeah. in reference to the to, to the next goal because we start the we start the second half. Um, it looks like all Lambert does. And I had a really long look at this Rowe right. comes out to the right. Um, and I'm thinking we're going to go four, four, two, but there's no one really we goes. Went four, three. We went four, four, three, three with Jackson to the left and Rowe to the right. Mm. That's, that's how it went at the start of the half. 
we ended like up it. there, Joe, but I I didn't spot that properly until probably ten minutes later. It looked it looked a bit it still looked a bit muddled Keenan, to me. Keenan you may Jackson be right about was sort that. of swapping on that left hand side, but Jackson was spending more time there. It was, it was a real sort of four three three until the subs. Okay. Um so uh Dave, forty seventh minute, you wanna and this would have been right down in front of you. You you, you oh, want about... you want to um <clears throat> just about... get your foothold back in the game and this goal exemplifies everything Rotherham did well and everything Ipswich did bad yeah they did I mean the ball got sort of stuck in midfield a bit about probably about 40 yards out from our goal but I think Hughes was perhaps on the ball and gave a I don't know a bit of a (coughs) nothing nothing ball back to back to Skews who sort of controlled it control you've seen him do this a lot I was control it drag back find a pass and he sort of did neither he sort of didn't quite control it then then could see he was perhaps going to get stuck. I mean, that Wiles, I think it was Wiles, you yeah, mentioned him, that closed yeah. him down. Then tried to pass the ball out wide, I guess, to Vincent Young. Um, yeah, they got a bit lucky. Perhaps deserved it because their press was so good. He got the he got the block on, on, on uh, Skews' pass. Yeah, got a really good run of the ball. By then, they had two runners pretty advanced. Because well, they were already was, pressing, yeah? Yeah, one of which was Crooks again. And good from Wiles and good from Crooks. I mean, Wiles got to, gets his head up, slips it into Crooks, what, edge of the box. Yeah, very good finish. Really composed finish. Just stroked it in, didn't he, first time. Lo- lovely goal. Lovely finish. Um, Barry Davis, yeah. 82nd birthday today. Oh, man, unbelievable. Barry Davis. Do you have Bill Wyman's 80? I heard earlier, 83. Bill White, anyway, nothing to do with football. I just heard that earlier on Foz's programme. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was, um, yeah, just a start we didn't want. And, you know, I mean, Warren must have been, What's the word? Cock-a-hoop. Cock-a-hoop. Joe. Absolutely. Game over. What's your view on on that girl? Well, yeah, well, Hughes and Skew seemed to get in each other's way a little bit, which was was happening all night. There there wasn't really any movement from the midfield. They were not passing it between each between the midfield Nolan was dropping two deep high four and it just wasn't it just wasn't moving and they're like Hughes almost just leaves the ball to Skew so he doesn't really have an option and then the ball's in the back of the net sort of not long later you you expect better from Skews he hasn't made many mistakes this year but that one was punished and it's a I, it was a long way back from there with how we played in the first half and it's just the one thing you don't want when you've sort of changed shape you've come out you're sort of obviously had the manager's team talk and you're sort of hoping to pick up start that half quickly and no like I say it's almost game over wasn't it agreed um 54 Rotherham nice overload again they doubled up on came Vincent Young crossed into the near post great oh, header by what a cross Smith cr- yeah again really that's good what save they had well. oh no the quality of the cross I mean it's a good header good save from Holy I mean any normal size keeper I don't think would have got that but David's really, again, the, the, really the old school the, isn't it everyone's looking to nowadays to play you know real high percentage chances on the floor create tappings and they created Lots of chances by just good crosses from even difficult positions. That was an excellent cross and a, and a good great save. header. And, good and a, yeah, it's a good bit of probably best passage to play all evening. That yeah, brilliant. Um, Smith is rampaging now. He's one versus two, but he takes both of the centre halves on, um, drags it wide. And I, I joked Joe about um, you know this is the end of our attacking after two minutes. This is probably the fifth chance in a row we've talked about for for Rotherham that's a, a, a reasonable chance and um, the substitution comes in the end Georgiou comes on for Hughes which then I made a orthodox 4-4-2 now and Georgiou down the left that lasts for six minutes and we get Edwards on for Rowe down the right and James Norwood returns and um, Paul Warren freshens up his left um, again B um, comes on for Trevor Clark down the left um, 
What did you make, Joe, following these changes of shape in the second half? Did any of them make much sense? Dave was saying about the width. I could I could see why we wanted to go back to four four two because we were getting overrun out wide. Four four F in two. The yeah. problem the problem is that sort of Scoose and Nolan played so deep as a two that it was the gap between them and the front two was just so big and no one was sort of filling that space. Giorgio did all right down the left. Edwards did more defending than attacking. He seemed to almost play right wing back rather than sort of an attacking right winger. And we just. We just opened up a chasm and Nolan stopped getting forward and supporting. Not that he had been doing a huge amount in the game anyway. And it just was long ball from that point onwards with no one really around to support Norwood, who was not really winning much anyway, because their, their number 20 seemed to win good, wasn't he? for the whole Wood. game. Yeah, I thought he was a really good player. And was the one was that? I mean, I thought Wood had a fine old game as it well at the back. The, um, number twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ, yeah. He weren't, he weren't that big then, number twenty, but he won absolutely everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keane doesn't win what he should in the air, does he? That's not his strength. But, but to be really, fair, you're right. He doesn't really win anything, does he? Rich, Richard Wood has been doing that for 10, uh, 15 years. We've seen him, yeah. you know, bumbling Cobble about tricky. in lower That's divisions. It. But it was him that scored that goal just before Pablo's 3-2 yeah, against Coventry, wasn't I was at Paul Hurst's yeah. last game for Rotherham in the playoff final, and he would score twice in the playoff yeah. final as well to ah, get yeah. um, Rotherham yeah. up. Did I say for Rotherham? I meant for Shrewsbury. Um, I we were linked with him a number of years ago. He's sure been, we were. been a good pro. Mm. Um, Luke Garber has a great dribble. This was literally the only way we were going to get through. And funnily enough, Matt Cash scored the, this exact goal um, just poked it a bit earlier for Forrest on. Um, did he actually? Night. I, I can. I haven't seen it played back, and I didn't. It was totally at the wrong end for me. Did, did he actually get any sort of effort on goal at the end of it, or did he just get nicked off his toe? I or think something? he got nicked off his toe. He tries to go around the keeper, doesn't he? And the keeper just manages to get a late hand and just to push and it, it away. And it looked like he got. It, it wasn't a mazy <laughs> dribble through. He got a little bounce of the ball as well, did he or not? Or did he just trick his way through? I think. I think he got about three bounces. <laughs> yeah. <of the> <laughs> I think he started going and then Rico, he just ricocheted. He yeah. just rolled with it. Um, 72. Wilson dips out of a 50-50 in the rain here. Smith powers down the right. Another really good early oh, cross. Agembi arriving at the back post can't control the shot. Remember, he's only been on six minutes. Uh, Matic takes a yellow on Edwards. Rotherham having created five chances already. Now going to hit the post from a corner. Um, Ihequa. It, it um, wins the header and Holly is completely static as this one hits the post. Edwards then gets his yellow card back on uh, Agembi. Uh, Carlton Morris comes on for Ola Sunday. They're all drilled for this. Um, Skews heads a corner wide, but nothing on target here. And right at the end, uh, Wiles gets past Edwards easily, drags the shot low and wide. Dave, if this was us away at another team, we'd be reveling saying this was oh. the perfect away performance, you know, if we were underdogs as well, wouldn't we? Yeah, we definitely would. Definitely would. Out, out four, I'm afraid, last night. Probably out thought and out fought, I would say, last night, which is, yeah, but in both cases, disappointing, especially the out fought bit. Yeah, we were very, very flat. I mean, whether it was, I assume, some sort of hangover from, from Sunday's performance, but yeah, there was certainly no bounce from Sunday's performance at all, unfortunately. Um, they just looked more up for it, didn't they? Right the way through, for, almost from the get-go. So, yeah, disappointing. Um, and I think, as I think we, Joe 
agree with me last night. I think we now realise that how what that's such an important player Flynn Downs has been for us this year. As Joe said, I think you you said it as well, Joe. He's brave with the ball, gets around the midfield. Yes, he'll pick up his share of yellow cards and yes, he'll pick up red cards. But we sorely missed him last night, especially last night more more than anyone I thought. Joe, can you see um, parallels in how Rotherham and Accrington played. I thought Rotherham were better, and yeah. um, with Accrington, it was more a sense of trying to get overloads down the side rather than putting quality crosses in. Um, can can you can you see managers now? You know, stack the midfield up, stop Vincent Young, um, mid-low block, sit there. Bob's your uncle. Well, yeah, you you, you see how they played, isn't it? Stop the fullbacks, push on to the deep midfielders and leave the ball with the centre half so we, we can't we can't play out from there and so it goes long and most teams at this level have got centre halves that are better in the air than our centre forwards but which, the... especially when you're playing Jack, like on, it was Jackson and Judge and last night Keenan Jackson you haven't got Daryl Murphy up there have you you haven't got a strong striker who's going to win, win their battles and win their headers and like I say it's, it's a worry that two teams have exposed us almost playing a very similar style. And all we've done is knock the ball down their centre-half's throats all game. I hate to say it, it was very reminiscent of some of the games last season where we'd have, you know, again, we'd have a lot of possession of the ball, but not in not in particularly threatening areas. And the ball would get and we'd play across. And when we did perhaps get the ball slightly forward in a more advanced position, we were closed down. So we went back again. And then ultimately it finished with a, a long diagonal ball, which or a long, even worse, straight ball, which was just... Meat and drink for for well, Wood and his his Oppo at the back, wasn't it? it? Was yeah, not pretty. Not well, pretty there, at there, all. there was one passage of play where we had the ball sort of quite high yeah, up the first pitch, half, and we, and we were passing and passing and passing. And eventually, the pass so far, the ball ended up to Holy, who just did. booted it so Vincent far. Young, it's Vincent, the other goalie's hands. Vincent like, Young, I think, played the. Yeah, it was just just disappointing, and you know you expected a reaction, and it just you know well, didn't come last night. But look, I don't think the the whole bloody squad rotation helped with that at all. I'm Not sure we're going to get some some questions mm. on that. And um, Dave, when you saw me looking confused at halftime in the Shrewsbury game and saying, are, 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 are we actually good? Um, I think maybe some um, some things have, have caught up now. Um, Joe, we just touched on this. This is Ben Arier. How badly are we missing Flynn Downs? Our midfield lacked in tenacity. Is that the big miss, yep. Joe? Now Vincent Young's back and Norwood's back and... Everybody else? Well, yeah, well, yeah, he's he's been the player that's played in all our victories and has not played in both our defeats now. And he is just so important to the way we play. He sets a tone in the midfield. And I think it, his the, the way he gets around the pitch has maybe covered up some of Scoose's lack of legs in there sometimes. Definitely. Because the last last night, especially, I thought Cole Scuse looked like a sort of a really old man in there at times. He just didn't have the ability to get around the pitch. And I think Downs has maybe maybe covered that up to an extent. But it's not just off the off the ball and winning challenges. It's the way he'll take the ball and he will ghost past the man and, and play the ball into someone's feet and sort of get up and support them. Playing between the lines. And no one was doing that at all last night. I think potentially maybe even we could have had Alan Judge there instead of Danny Rowe and we'd have probably... I know he's not been in great form this year, but I think he'd have got us playing a little bit more because he wouldn't have allowed the standards to slip as low as they did. Um, Dave, I think this question from Alistair chimes into what you were saying earlier about rotation. Alistair says top Premier League players are there because they uh, they can adapt to different formations and personnel. Can League One players really display 
the same flexibility or um, do you need to just focus on a stable formation and find yeah, no, is that what you were we, getting at? Yeah, I think we hit on it with Luton earlier. You know, Luton yeah. play play that specific formation with, uh, you know, with uh, let's face it, they're three, two or three younger players in the central in the central positions there, and um, it's tried and tested. You know, um, and that's been their, their their blueprint probably for the last what eighteen season and up. I'm getting off a season and a half now, so. Yeah, you, you you need to you need to play to your strengths, and I think as we said earlier, you know this goes this again goes back to a bit of the the bloated squad where I think perhaps we've got a lot of players within that squad of of equal ability maybe for League One or maybe perhaps slightly higher, but of equal ability where I think Pro's Lambert does feel confident and comfortable in making this in switching these players, but it doesn't make for any sort of continuity at all, not at all, not of play, not of style of play. Um, Joe, FPL Tractor, talking about the tactics again. After these two games, is the blueprint to beat us, to harry us and be physical, or was it more nuanced? Is it is it cleverer than that, or is it that simple? Well, I think it's isolating the right players to have the ball, isn't it, for the opposition. It's not allowing the full-backs to get up and down the pitch, because that... Joe, can I interrupt even, quickly? Even goals-wise, a lot of goals have come from full-back. Would it, if Luke Wolfenden had been yeah. there with loads of space yesterday would would that have been a better upside for us if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again juvederm volux xc is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with juvederm volux xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Whether you want to protect yourself whilst online or just get access to more streaming content, NordVPN has the solution for you. And are now in partnership with us here at Blue Monday. NordVPN can be your cyber bodyguard whilst you're browsing online, but it also allows you to access more streaming content from abroad like sporting events, box sets or films. With one click of a button, NordVPN can digitally transport you to the US, Australia or Amsterdam. For the price of an ITFC match programme each month, you can subscribe to NordVPN and have access to these great services. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, head to nordvpn.com slash bluemonday or click the link in the podcast description. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so get yourself a great deal and support the podcast in the process. Yeah, probably, because it would it would have allowed Vince... They, you wouldn't have been able to double double up on Vincent Young all game, and they'd have had to go across, and potentially you're either going to leave Wolfenden or Vincent Young, who are both confident and capable of carrying the ball out of the defence, They'd have been left one on one rather than two on one, and I say it's just, I say it's just the issues you see when 
when there is a way to beat a team and we d- we don't seem to have a sort of set pattern of play or set style of play to fall back on. And I think that's that's the issue with the formation change is that we started off the season as a sort of high pressing team looking to hit teams on the counter attack, but that seems to have disappeared now and we're, I mean, we're, I mean, not, we're not really anything at the moment, are we? I mean, just as far as this rotation goes now, so just thinking back on the games this season, Chambers has been rotated. One game he sat out, did he? Am I right? Well, I know he, he missed the first, for game. the first game, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, but I'm sure, did he not? Wim- Wimbledon he missed. Wimbledon right. he missed. He sat out, didn't he? So that was his yeah. rotation. Arguably, yeah, you're probably right. Maybe last night was the game, was w- w- perhaps on the face of it, perhaps could have been that game. And I agree with Joe. Yeah, Wilfred is much more composed on the ball and he can, he can, you know, drop his shoulder and bring the ball forward and he can ping the ball seemingly left and right. I mean, I think he really is one for the future. Um, so yeah, maybe last night would have been that opportunity, especially as we, well, okay. It still have been Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, but we played on Sunday. Um, um, Dave, Neil, Neil Wilmore, he's asked a couple of questions, but he kept saying, um, he ends by saying, we kept playing long ball and didn't win a single header. If I can see that isn't working, why can't Lambert? Um, I do to a certain extent, Dave, think in this division, that it's probably better to be a little bit more direct, isn't it? And, um, you know, this nonsense of panicking ourselves that we were doing last season. In terms of the direct play, which probably would have been a good tactic, yesterday given that mid-low block and that three midfielders what were we doing wrong when we did go direct we weren't winning a second ball we weren't winning a second ball at we all in the first or a second well, ball. yeah <laughs> so we weren't winning the first ball which is fine as long as you win the second ball because you could feed off that you know you can perhaps you know you put a challenge in and the center half perhaps doesn't get a clean header on the ball but you you make sure you win the second ball and then you press on and play on from there in their half and in advanced position in the opposition half and we weren't doing that. We weren't even, doing that. Even fully. when we got into decent positions, I'm, I'm sure. I think it was Giorgio got away down the left, and he puts a cross in, which gets first defender sort of cleared outside. The, well, it, it, it hits an early defender, and it comes yeah. outside the box, just rolling there. There's not one midfielder getting there to, to pick that up, and the Rotherham player that picks up picks up in five, ten yards of space, and then sort but, of begins a counterattack. Like, why is nobody? Like, you know where that ball is going to go. If you're not in the box, it's going to be coming cleared somewhere around the edge of the but, box. But don't you think to the season so far, that's where Downs has been really good, really good at that, at that regain of possession exactly in those positions. I went to QPR exactly. on Tuesday, Dave. Um, I, saw, I saw a goal, boot down the pitch, Hugo flicked it on, started running, Ells knocked it back to, uh, Wells knocked it back to him and Hugo oh, smashed it in. And I saw oh, one for Cardiff as well, boot down the line and um, Ward flicks it on to Hoylet and he just curls it in. That's championship. Look, what I'm saying, I've seen some good direct... Yeah. football and there's nothing wrong with direct football when it's um when it's done kind of deliberately. And, and again if if you've got the likes of you know, let's face it we weren't playing pretty football in 2014-15 but we had Murphy who was an absolute tank up front wasn't he all right he scored don't get me wrong he scored some lovely goals from outside the box and stuff like that but, oh lovely yeah, goal <laughs> everything was just fed on him i can't believe barry's 82 that's the best sensational and stuff. If they put him on, oh, 82. Oh! if they put him on TV, he'd still be the best as well, wouldn't they? Ridiculous. Um, Joe Elder Grizzly asks, "What is Lambert's strongest eleven, and um, in what formation?" And can I just quickly add to that, I, Joe? I was walking out yesterday, hearing lots of people talking about formations, but I've said this loads of times on here with Dave. No matter what the hell formation you play, if your pattern of play is 
screwed up and you're neither neither here nor there. But what is your what is your view on formations and strong 11s? Well, I, th- I think he's got two options, really. And one is that we try and get out of this division by playing 4-4-2, just 4-4-F-in-2. 4-4-F-in-2 is David Dunham. 4-4-F-in-2. And um, you just <laughs> sort of try and get the ball wide, hit teams on the counter-attack, have your two players up front, your strikers working off each other. Or you try and build something a bit more for the future, which... Because I'm sure Lambert is a sort of one-up-front man, isn't he? That is what he's played at all his previous clubs sort of since... The, those lot up the road, as is said on the Naked Football Show. But since since then, it's always been like Benteke up front on his own, and and Darren Bent no room for him because we we're playing one up front. And when he came in, that was what he wanted to play. Jordan Roberts was that one up front for those first few games, and all season it was one up front, one up front, one up front. And then all of a sudden, we've gone to two up front. And is that because Caden Jackson started the season well and he can't get him out of the team? But Well, this was happening back at the end of last season, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, before Jackson was playing well. So, And I, I, think we need, I think we need to get back to that 4-3-3. And Jackson needs to become a sort of wide forward striker because... In this, he, he needs to watch some videos of Freddie Sears when, when Lambert was first appointed playing in that role because if Jackson wants to have a good career and go go up the leagues, he isn't going to do it by playing off the shoulder of a striker and trying to get in because those strikers do not play at higher levels. And it's like, are we, do we want to build a team for a higher level or do we just want to get out of this division? I, I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. but And I'm not quite sure, um, no disrespect to... I was calling, I'm going to call him Caden. No disrespect <laughs> to Caden. <laughs> Sorry, Amy. Um, no disrespect to Kaynum, but um, I think <laughs> um, I don't quite think he's got quite the same. How can I put this nicely? Football intelligence, as Freddie says, maybe. No, but but he's still quite a novice in football in terms because he, he came into the yeah, game he late. Did cut, yeah, he did, and he, he has got absolute pace to burn. There was that that run early when he early on. I mean, that I think well, maybe they Dave, led to that. Led how to that many chance. times the pace he's got is frightening. Dave, how many times would our centre backs? would like to have just hit the blooming channel um, yesterday, got us up the pitch, chase in, stop their press, move everything. I know I sound yeah, like bloody Mick McCarthy, but, um, you know. Also, also, given that, the amount, uh, I would, just with a slight on our goalkeeper, I would say that it would also help if we had a goalkeeper, who I think, can be wrong, I think it's done adequately fine so far, who kick can straight. absolutely kick straight <laughs> and kick through the ball. Jesus, he can't. He can't kick it properly. He doesn't kick it properly. There was there was one free kick where he rushed up to take it, and he probably only kicked about twenty yards forward across the pitch because he just slices a slices across it, and then he's sort of under pressure. But I say I was looking back today, sort of getting away from the goalkeeper point about how we played when Lambert first came in, and sort of looked back at that Preston game, the Reading game. And I know we split the centre-backs. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure that was the way to go. But we were playing a 4-3-3 system. And it was sort of by We were goal. superb for 40 minutes Redding. against Reading. And we played really oh, well. And um, but at that point, you had Jordan Spence and Jonas Knudsen as full-backs. At this level, Kane Vincent Young and Luke Garber are a massive upgrade at this level compared to what they were in the championship. They're probably an upgrade on them full stop potentially you've got Chambers and Pennington at the back you've got midfield three of Colshue sitting Flynn Downs and Trevor Chalaber oh. sort of doing the running and then up front Jordan Roberts with Freddie Sears and Guion Edwards effectively playing off him and getting up and down the pitch and and I think if that that was how Lambert wanted to play when he came in why why are we not looking to play something because it doesn't take much to change that team Holy in goal Chambers and Wolfenden at the back 
Vincent Young and um, Garber as fullbacks. Um, Scoo's still sitting. Downs and Hughes. Downs and Nolan as the sort of midfield three. And then Jackson as one of the front three. Norwood in the middle. Edwards or Sis. Danny Rowe. Someone playing Dutch. off him. Yeah. I say that's that's a strong team, and I think that's that's the sort of team we're going to need to play if we want to do anything in the championship at any point. And I know that's a long, long way off at the moment. We've got a hell of a lot of work to do to get there, but we need to be looking at something along those lines. I think we, we've got the squad for it, and we need to try and get there. Dave, tell you what, Chalabar would be a good player in our team now, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, Beast. quick. Quickly, I've, I've just scanned down the questions. There's a lot about the um, uh, aimless direct football last night. Um, I just playing devil's advocate. Will asks, is Lambert tactically up to it? Whilst it may seem like a knee-jerk response, I think plenty of fans have suggested at least a lack of flexibility mid-game, which showed today. Yeah, might be something. Might well be something in that, yeah. yeah. Too, too much flexibility mid-game would be my issue. Well... We're changing it too much. Every game we're changing. Well, every game, not maybe say mid-game, but certainly every, well, it's just different. You know, when was the last time we played a, a unchanged side? Have we? I don't know. Not not this season. We have this season, have we? And I it mean, goes, might, goes back to Alistair's point where um, Alex Ferguson could put Sung Park or John O'Shea or whoever <laughs> into whatever like position. But this yeah. highly attuned players can can do and, this can't they and they're training with Paul Scholes every day <laughs> but, but, I, but I don't think it's about the squad rotating I think it's just that the squad's rotating and the formations and yeah what are they rotating every into game. Joe because you're not coming into it you're coming into a totally different role in a, in a different team like, like last night yeah, where is it? John Nolan is who has been playing as the f- most forward midfielder is now all of a sudden not just playing as one of the deeper midfielders he's now playing in a diamond that he's got to work that round and then half a game later he's now got to drop in and sit next to excuse and work out how he's got to get up and down with the pitch and he just didn't work out all game where if you can get a like I say that 4-3-3 we were playing when Lambert first came in if people know their roles in that in that in that um, team and it's, it's, it doesn't take a huge amount to come in as one of the shuttlers in midfield because you know you know that role and you, you learn to play that role and I say it just seems we've got a better striker now in James Norwood than Jordan Roberts for all for all he tried and he's a bigger presence up front and I don't know it just seems I just want to get away from this four four two or three five two or diamond and just try and get some wingers into into the game up front and and some bodies in midfield to allow the fullbacks to attack. Dave? Yeah, and ironically, I think we've got the person. We you're right, we have got the personnel to do that. Yeah, I thought the lad from Tottenham came on last night and yeah, at least he was direct. Okay, a couple of times it just didn't come off for him, but he's always looking to get to his man. You know, I love that about him. He's always looking to get to the line. Proper, proper winger. So I think we've got the personnel and yeah, people to do that the other side. You know, we've got the personnel to do it, which is a frustrating thing really. So you know, hopefully the penny will who knows, a penny might drop at um penny might drop on Saturday. Who knows? But I think Pennington it's crucial it drop. is crucial that we get downs back ASAP. ASAP. Um, ASAP. Guys, let me just go through this full League One programme. Just stop me if you've got anything to comment on any of these results. So Tuesday, we had Portsmouth actually getting a win over our FA Cup opponents. Lincoln, uh, 1-0. Rochdale, 2. MK, 0. Shrewsbury, 1. Gillingham, 1. Um, Southend United, 1. 
Doncaster 7. Keep your powder dry on that one, guys, because we'll talk brackets, about... Brackets, S-E-V-E-N. It's a head in the box at the end of the movie, yeah? Um, Sunderland 5, Tranmere 0. That would be... Parkey's Phil first Parkey's game, wouldn't first. it? Yeah. I think it's his first home game. Was it 5-0? 5-0, it, it, it says in front of me. Uh, Blackpool 1, Wickham 1, which um, Wickham could have been top. Uh, scenes, Bristol Rovers 0, Bolton 2. What is that, minus 5 now they're on? Yeah, yeah, that's Murphy. Mocking, a goal for Murph. Did Murph score? Oh, unbelievable. Both, both Murphy scored. Both Murphy Dave, scored, yeah. in four years' time, we'll be doing this podcast and speaking about a Daryl Murphy goal for <laughs> somebody. Pro- and... Probably probably for someone in the championship. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> managed by Warnock. Um, Burton won Wimbledon nil. And then on the Wednesday, Posh for Accrington nil. We are no longer top, top, top of the league. Um, and, and that and that shows the accurate game for what it is, isn't it? The Peterborough just turned them over four 0 after they beat us comfortably. Yeah, um, that, that was an interesting one. I, I saw that a bit of that on the on the old quest show last night. They looked like they had a perfect Accrington had a perfectly goal good goal disallowed first half. Swings and roundabouts for them, isn't it? Then after Luke Wolfenden's goal on Sunday, indeed, Joe, indeed it was. There you go, Coventry two, Fleetwood Mac one. Um, <laughs> Joey Barton's Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac. Wood Mac. 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 Mick Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood. Right. So most of the world and most of the Blue Monday team, um, except me, because I've got to go to the ballet um, in Milton Keynes in the evening. So Mikey has my ticket now. Um, I'm going to be at Southend, Dave. Um, Yeah. You're, you've got the hospitality, haven't you? Which is absolutely and booted, mate. South End with some South End pals of mine. Some South End golfing pals of mine, oh, actually. So perfect. Quite, quite absolutely. Quite pie and mash. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it will be. Yeah, I'm not quite sure Jelly what deals. to. Ex- I'm not quite sure what to expect with the um, the corporate facilities at South End, but kind of looking forward to it. It should be good. It's um, very reasonably priced. Got everything. Car park ticket, all sorts sorted out. Pre-match meal ticket, everything. So, yeah, quite looking forward to that. And looking forward to seeing this play away, obviously. But, um, and yeah. And, Joe, uh, you've been very high on Sol Campbell as a manager. And Southend have moved. And Big Sol. And even bigger Herman. Who's who's the biggest out of those two? I reckon Herman's taller. Herman's yeah, but Sol is jacked, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I, just, um, I just think Sol Campbell did a really good job at Macclesfield last year and sort of a player that deserves, sort of deserved a bigger job than that, I think, with his sort of playing career. When you look at the others around there, I know he's a, a bit weird sometimes, but he did a hell of a job there at an absolute crisis club. And if he can keep Southend up this year, then I think he's sort of really showing something. But it's going to be a big task. Yeah, they're going to be a bit thin on the ground, aren't they? They had two well, nines. They had two cents, didn't they? So. Let's have a look it's, it's, here. Stephen McLaughlin and Ethan Hamilton red carded. And the left back, Nathan Ralph, scored two own goals in this 7 1 defeat. He was in the academy at Ipswich when he was younger. Nathan was he? Has, has Luke Hyam, the lesser spotted Luke Hyam, been. Appearing he's at all. not in what? this 16 at all. They have Dieng, but one of the centre, there, one of the centre mids was sent off though. He's signed a two-year deal. I think he was in the team at the start of the, at the start of the season, but has come out of it. I don't know whether he's injured yeah. or not. Okay, yeah. I mean, 
I mean, uh, you'd think after, I think it was Campbell, I think Campbell was there in attendance the other night. It's a bit like the old McLaren, you know, that McLaren um, mm. thing at Ipswich Derby that time with us, although obviously he couldn't, <laughs> it wasn't that big of influence if he did pop down the dressing room. But um, yeah, so they're going to be short, aren't they? They're going to be short on numbers, you'd think. You'd think these two, I've no idea about Southend, whether they're first team regulars or not. But yeah, um, uh, you you would expect some sort of manager, new manager, new regime bounce, but that's going to be a hell of a bounce. Even, even before the midweek games, their goal difference was worse than Bolton's. Bearing bad. in mind Bolton lost three or four by five in a row when they were playing the youth team. Southend have been worse than them this year, which is I, really. I think if we don't get, if we don't go there and get a win, even I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even allowing a draw or a win. I think alarm bells will, you know, Dave, what slightly, do you, what slightly do you see, ringing. I think. What do you see happening with the um with the team on that one? Because did I we got, hope that Downs is back. There's no midweek game that following week. Is Rochdale is the next week, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I believe it is. And weren't we due to play Berry on fine. November second? Anyway? On the next Saturday. So, so, so there's no game. Gap. Yeah. yeah. So it's FA Cup. Then it'll be the FA Cup, won't it? Will it? No, no it's Berry. FA Cup's it after. Was... FA Cup's the yeah. ninth, isn't it? Is so we've got a, game we got after we... Rochdale. Rochdale's we... bonfire night, isn't it? <coughs> yeah. We, so we've got a ten-day gap. How? What, um. What sort of a team do you um, suspect we may see on on Saturday? Yes, on Saturday. I'd I think um, I go through the players. I'd have, I'd have hoped that Wolfen would be back in. I'd have, I'd hope as he was on the bench last night. You'd think Downs and obviously got two or three more days training in him. So I'd have think I'd hope Downs would be back. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Norwood up front reunite with Jack Jackson up front. Um, and then hard to say, hard to say. Maybe Judge back in. Joe. Yeah. Well. Seems like Keane and Hughes will drop out, sort of yeah. definitely because of yeah. the fitness issues. I think we're gonna, I think we'll be gagging to get Norwood back in the team, and yeah. I think we're just gonna have to take a risk on that because we 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 haven't looked good without him in the last two games. So I think get, get him back in, he, and um, downs if we can. And when he came on last night, I thought he looked quite. He didn't have any chances, but he looked quite lively, putting himself about in his yeah. usual usual way challenging he didn't look hampered at all game I honestly was, game thought was lost that, by the time he came on wasn't no, it no it did I, I mean getting back to Vincent Young he's been so good and yeah they did do it Joe's right they did do a high press on the you know real press on both fullbacks but he wasn't quite himself last night and that might be because he's still you know getting over you know getting over the knock he had so again you'd hope by Saturday he'd have a bit more in the tank and raring to go again we yeah we need it we need a, a again scrappy one nil when you take that you know you wouldn't just just get 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 another win, get 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 winning the game ASAP, really. Yeah, I suppose the only thing with Flynn Downs is if he's not quite fit with a ten day, ten day game, yeah, sorry, good point. ten day break coming up. Do you do you risk him or yeah, do you just good point. Yeah. sit there? I think we desperately need him. But you shouldn't <laughs> yeah. do for Saturday though, for Christ's sake, should no. we? Hmm. Yeah, should yeah, be able to put one of the Blue Monday team in midfield and still win. I'm going to the ballot. Yeah, some, someone someone sort of two footed. <laughs> <laughs> Are we looking what? for looking for people who actually celebrate you, goals, though, Dave. Did you go to the last one? Um, did you go to the three-one game, Joe? The, was it, I, I did. Yeah. I oh, was at that one. Lee. Billy Clark. Lee scored. Matt Richards, I believe. Did he play? I don't remember him playing. Billy Clark yeah. might have scored. Dan Billy Harden Clark played. did. Dan yeah. Hard, yeah, Harding played, not Richards. Yeah, Billy Clark scored. I think Lee scored a good one as well that day. Yeah, we yeah. were quite good then. We were in an all-white, white shirts, white we shorts, were. white socks. We like were. Real Madrid. Look good. Look good. Yeah, we did look good. Yeah, let's hope for a similar result. 
We do hope for a similar result, and we hope you can join us after the game. Um, who's on? I think are you guys both on? And um, I'm, I'm not on. I've you're got not on. First oh no, you've got duties. you've got family things, haven't you, Joe? I saw that. Uh, yeah, I can't believe your little boys won. I had one on Monday, and my oh, other one is God, three a couple of weeks ago as well. So Crikey, time man. is flying. It certainly does. Yeah, I think I'm on. Yeah, with whoever. Yeah, whoever. And um, well, we'll be back on Sunday with yet yeah, another excellent and high quality show. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Blue Monday ITFC. You can watch on YouTube as well. You know, use us however however you like. However you need. Um, Dave, where can we find you on Twitter, my friend? You can find me at David Diamond 3. And if you were to take a penalty, you know, maybe wet conditions, where are you putting it? Do you know what? I'm putting it low. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to take it right foot and I'm, I'm, I'm going to sort of hit across it and go low to the keeper's right. OK. And Joe, where can we find you on Twitter? And more to the point, where can we find your wife to grass you up? About what <laughs> about watching all the games on iFollow and not telling her. Um, she, she's not on Twitter. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> um, at Joe Fairs and at ITFC underscore Academy for any any games Academy up? stuff. There's there's not a huge amount coming up at the moment. There's no 18s game this weekend. I think they beat Millwall four 0 in a friendly earlier this week, but behind closed doors. So if you were quarterbacking for the um, Minnesota Vikings um, which which pass out of the playbook are you looking to score a touchdown with oh. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll probably do a little screen pass <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where we are on the pitch probably a reverse double axle <laughs> that's, a nice, that's a nice skating jump I know it is. You sort of throw that in there. I've, what I've got to say to you, you'll love this. So last night, obviously had your great self on with GB, listening to it, Naked Footy Show, whilst eating dinner. Teresa, Mrs. D, looks up. She says, oh, he's a natural, that bloke. On, uh, no, not bloke. He says, he's a natural on there, is he? I said, yeah, bet. But I said, yeah, GB, he's got a great. And John always said, what a great radio voice GB got. Mrs. D said, no, Ben, he's yeah. really very good. I said, haven't you heard him before? She said, no, not really. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm doing it four years. I don't think Dave noticed, but Mrs. D did make a small appearance in the pod earlier on. She, yes, she poked her head. She in did. At one did point. you not see her? So I tell you why. So I tell you why she did. So kitchen extension and literally, this is our study. Pots and pans. All the pots and pans are down there, mate. You're having an extension. <laughs> we are having it, don't oh, it? Painful, mate. All I got to say is, Joe, you'll understand this. Tomorrow, tomorrow at some point, we're having a 1.2 ton RSJ heaved into place. We've got your genie lifts there ready. We have got the genie lifts there ready. Indeed. Indeed, and we have. I would like we to have. end the pod by saying, yes, it's an extender. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. <laughs> <laughs>
It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.